said, Beloved, by this we may be sure that we know Jesus Christ. There are ways we can truly be sure that we know Jesus Christ. You know, some, sometimes, in the depth of their heart, may not have a firm conviction about their position and their place in God. They presume or they allude that, okay, because I come to church and I do my best, I will be considered. They may even go further to see themselves as not yet being considered. Okay? So they are striving to be considered. That's the mentality of many Christians. But that's not the will of God for us. God wants us to come to a point where we are fully convinced that something has actually happened. And our conviction, devil of God, is our possession. If you're not fully convinced, it means you're not yet in possession of that reality. Every grace and everything God has poured out to us, the quality of your conviction about that thing determines, is, is what determines your possession of that thing. If you're not convinced you are blessed, it means you're not in possession of that spirit of blessing yet. If you're not convinced you are saved by the finished work of Christ, then it means your soul has not taken hold of that grace yet. You are still outside. And as long as you are still thinking that way, you are actually uh, you are working against God. Because God's purpose is that you now on this journey on earth here, you take hold of these things and be convinced about them. And by your conviction, you possess them. So that's the background through which Paul, uh, John is speaking this morning. He says, Beloved, by this we are, you may be sure that we know Jesus Christ if we keep his commandments. I want to also go further to explain that this commandment here is not just the Ten Commandments, which we call the Decalogue. Because in the New Testament, the Word of God is the New Commandment. The entire Word of God in the New Testament is the Word of God, is the commandment that's given. And that's why if you continue going down, you see where he now begins to talk about, from talking about commandment, he started talking about his word. He who says, I know him, but disobeys his commandment. Okay, let us not put the word, the word there. Disobeys his word is a liar. And the truth is not in him, you see. The truth now, what is the truth? The truth is his word, you see. The truth is not in him. But if you keep the word of God, if you are convinced about the word of God, and the word of God begins to sponsor your thoughts, the choices you make is being governed by the word of God. Your desires in life is being shaped by the word of God. That means now that the word of God is inside of you. It means you are a carrier of the truth. You have been impregnated with the truth. And anywhere the truth is, it shines like light. Jesus said, I am the way. I'm the truth and I'm the life. So when you carry the truth inside of you, it shines, it glows. It's not just an information. It's both an information and also a spirit. That's why I say the words are spoken to you. They are spirit, they are life. 
So anytime you see yourself, you know, perceiving the word of God, maybe you are reading the word of God by yourself, or you hear being preached and it touches you, it means that your soul is being pregnated with light. Life is coming. Truth is being deposited in it. And you need to hold it. You need to hold it tight and allow it to continue to remain there because the devil will come to make sure he destabilizes the presence of that light in your soul. And you know what? Whatever happens in your soul is what governs your life. If you are defeated in your soul, you will be defeated in life. There is no prayer that can help you out. If you are a winner inside, you will be a winner outside. Jesus said, clean the inside and the outside will clean as well. He said, it's not what enters a man that defines a man. It is what comes out of the man. So if the devil plants any negative thing in your soul, and then you allow them to find expression through your life, then it will defy your life. But whoever keeps his word, my, his word in him truly, Truly, love for God is perfected. The love for God, your heart can be perfected. What does he trying to say? He said the word of God perfects you. You know, Jesus said, be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. And we think it's our personal struggle every day. I must be perfect. Ah, I can't bend this way. I can't bend that way. Oh, no, 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 no. No, you cannot on your own. You cannot perfect yourself. You, will, you are very frail. If you understand how frail you are, you will not even boast. This ego we carry around will be dropped. You are just a mercury. If you truly understand yourself, you will humble yourself. You, you, will, you live an unassumed life. You just say that you are what you are by the grace of God. You see the point? So it is the love of God, it is the word of God that we receive in our soul day by day that perfects us. When that love crystallizes in your soul, as it increases, it increases, and our perfection is made to be, you know, you know, is 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 made to be glorified. That's why the psalmist says, "Whoever hears his word, do not what harden your heart." By this, we may be sure that we are in Him. He who says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. Beloved, I'm not writing a new, I'm not writing a new commandment, but an old commandment, which you have heard from the beginning. And he now says, whoever hates his brother, whoever hates his brother is already in darkness. You know, I've said here severally, hatred is a spirit. Hatred that gives birth to bitterness to envy, to all forms of anger. is a spirit. And that spirit is the seed of Satan himself. The devil says, as God created his own image, me too, I'm ready to create you in my own image. Yes, that's the context. That's the warfare. So, he will say, even though God has created his own image, I must use you to achieve my own purpose. And so he plants in your soul that hatred, that begets bitterness. You become easily provoked and offensive all the time. You don't know. You are giving ministry to the satanic kingdom because through you, negative energies are coming out. That's why no matter how much you are hurt, you have to learn to let go. You must forgive. Vengeance is rooted in that, that same seed. 
and the devil will plant those in your heart, you will create a scenario where somebody will hurt you or offend you and you will be thinking that you are doing the right thing by getting angry and showcasing your anger by doing so many things. You don't know. You are a puppet under a spirit of evil that is, you know, no, that is you know, uh, promoting his own kingdom. Because through you, that negative energy is discharged. And that's why Christ said, if you hate your brother, he said, you are in darkness. That means darkness has taken over you. Can you imagine how many Christians who are in darkness? But they are in church every day. Can you imagine that? When we see every day, blatant hatred, we see envy, we see bitterness, we see unforgiveness being displayed as if is a, is a, is a, is a, what do you call it, something like a necklace or whatever, you know, something to be displayed. You see two Christians, they are calling the man and they say, please, can you make up? He said, I can No, no, I have right to be angry. Eh? You don't know, you are a slave. You are not running the ministry of Christ. You are already running the ministry of the devil. So these are some, you know, realities in the Christian faith that we must take very, very seriously. And you must make sure you shut your soul to any, Jesus said, offense must surely come. He has already prepared our minds that hurt will come. You will be offended. People will hurt you. Your dear ones will betray you. They will backstab you. Offenses must come. So what do you do? Okay, he has told me. So what do you do? You dispose yourself and enlarge your heart to be ready to receive offenses. And the end product of that offense, you will not allow it to find expression through you. As you are being hurt, you immediately start treating it and, and let go and forgive. Even before the person asks for forgiveness. Because you are fighting to rescue your soul. Or else, you use to advance the ministry of darkness. But he says, if anyone loves his brother, he says he, is, he abides in the light. And the light is the government of God. He abides in the light. And in it, there is no cause for stumbling. You don't know that they, before you stumble physically on earth, on this earth realm, you have already stumbled where? In the spirit. So many things that happens around our lives, it's not because uh, uh, the devil just after us. He has already dead, dead with us inside first before he defines expression. Because nothing can happen to you except they pass through the door of your soul. Every blessing will pass through your soul. Every negativity will pass through your soul. So the Bible says, guard your heart with all diligence. You are not to guard your heart. Shut your heart from every invasion as it comes. Be sensitive to it. That's why the Holy Spirit is there to help you. By so doing, you preserve the treasure you carry. Why is the devil bringing all those things? He's, he's trying to violate and break into the chambers of your treasury. You know that. You are carrying the spirit of Christ. Christ is now born in you. And so you want to contest the same place Christ is seated. And you know your free will is what the one that endorses either the, the cries or the enemy by your choice. You say, I'm knocking at the door of your heart. If you open, you see, meaning that you can decide to close or open. Likewise, too, the devil too comes knocking at the door of your heart. And many times we think it's being human to, to respond, and we don't know that we are opening ourselves up to different types of things. 
Amen. In the gospel, we see a man who truly walked in the light of God. A man called Simeon. Mm. I've always been, you know, inspired by that man. Very quiet man. This is the only part of scripture eh, that talks about him. But in this man, you see so much things. So many things. Wow. You see, now, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was righteous. He was devout. You see, to be righteous is not enough. You have to be a devoted person. He was devoted to the service of God. He was committed to carrying out his function as a child of God. He lived for the purpose of God. He was righteous and devout. Looking for the consolation of Israel. He was among those who were praying and interceding. Maranatha, come Lord Jesus. He is among the excellence. Himself, Mary, Joseph, uh, Anna, the daughter of Fanuel, and few others. They are in the school called the essence. They are the Puritans. They believe in purity and in the word of God. That is their, their, own, their own spirituality. He was praying for the manifestation of the Christ. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. Wow. Before the coming of the Holy Spirit, this man was already op- operating the Holy Spirit. Are you aware of that? You see, this is not yet Pentecost time. But the man, the Holy Spirit was upon him already. Just the way Mary also received the Holy Spirit. And it had been revealed to him by the same Holy Spirit that he should not see death. Can you imagine that? Amen. Amen. May the Holy Spirit reveal this type of uh, revelation to us. eh? (laughs) But it requires what? That you walk righteously and devoutly and be filled with the Holy Spirit. It still pays. God can reveal a lot of things to you. He can tell you from now henceforth, nothing can ever make you a victim again. Because of this, because of this. As you walk with him every day, he can just decree one on your life. The same Holy Spirit told David, he said, I'm your refuge, I'm your fortress, I'm your defender. 46 battles, none of them he came back and there was any scratch in his body. Enoch walked with God to a point where the Holy Spirit told him, you will not die. I will carry you away. And Enoch was not buried anywhere in this life. These are realities of our Christian work. As you journey with God progressively every day, you see yourself, you walk into some realms. It's a possibility. And you are the one to consciously walk in it. Yes. And many things, they, they manifest a lot in their life. He should not see death before he has seen the, the Christ. And inspired by the Spirit, he came into the temple again when Joseph Jesus and Mary came in. The man was really a man of the spirit. We pray that our hearts be open to this type of ministration. Where the Holy Spirit telegrams our steps, tells us things, directs what we do, takes us to places at the right time, for the right purpose, for the right moment. I'm sure this same spirit that told him, you shall not see dead. I'm sure some days he may want to go out to go and do something. The spirit said, don't go out today. The road is not good. Because the Spirit will see. As we are stepping to this new year that is coming, may we be open to the move of the Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ.
May our ears be open to his instructions. May we walk closely to the Spirit of God in a world full of darkness. Every day we see strange things happening. People getting wild to different types of things. 2022 is going to be a little bit dark also. But we need the light of the Holy Spirit to help us. Because we will travel, we will visit people, we will go to places. Strange things can happen to us. But by the Spirit, we shall be preserved. He said, those who follow me shall not walk in darkness. May God bless us, my hands, through Christ our Lord.